0: I'm insanely jealous of the people that you see, I'm insanely jealous of the people that aren't me, I'm insanely jealous of you. Angry again, angry again, angry. I mean one thing we've been sort of trained to believe is that negative emotions are bad. Jealousy, insecurity, doubt, paranoia, I mean the list goes on and on.
1: Earbuds and earworms. I'm Amy. I got that angry feeling. <laughs> Shepard.
2: And this is Mitchell Manley. One bitter bastard.
1: No, you're not.
2: I'm, I'm, I mean, <laughs> I can certainly be a bitter person sometimes, but I'm at least self-aware enough. To, to know when I'm being bitter and I can try to be like, okay, I need to just keep my mouth shut for the next hour and a half so that yeah. I don't say anything that I don't mean. Because, like, I know that I'm just being a bitter, angry person right now even though I don't want to be.
1: Yeah. But like, once those
2: chemicals get released in your brain, it's tough to, get, to push them out, you know.
1: Well, it probably takes a good 45 minutes for your brain sweepers to clean those out. Right, anyway, yeah. So, uh, I always suggest a good cry.
2: Yeah, that definitely is it, it really is
1: does. I think that is your brain sweeper. It's like right. the water releases yeah, all of the bad feels. Very cathartic. Yes. Um, how did we come up with this?
2: Uh, I think Kayla submitted... Jealousy. Yeah, the idea for jealousy. And I was like... Jealousy is a good one, but it's a very specific topic, so why don't we kind of broaden it a little bit to just kind of negative emotions. There's plenty of love songs yeah. out there in the world, so let's do kind of the opposite.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you again, Kayla, for yeah. helping us when we were pretty much just like, oh, I don't know. I don't know what we're doing this week.
2: Yeah, I definitely love having uh, having the, the Ear Buddies give us some su- suggestions for the themes.
1: Yes. Uh, what did you bring this week?
2: I'm going to start us off with Silverchair and their song Israel's Son. I
0: hate you.
2: So this song is just a perfect representation of just being tired of someone in your life and just wishing you never had to see them or interact with them again. I'm sorry. Yeah, and it's it's the opening track on their debut record, so it's the very first thing you hear when the album starts. And the first lines of lyrics are, Hate is what I feel for you, and I want you to know that I want you dead like I'd say it's a pretty strong mission statement to kick off your album. Yeah. And and not to mention that these dudes were all like 15 when they recorded this. So like I guess that they were just like filled with teen angst, but they definitely present it in a very mature and well-crafted way which it's much better than anything I was doing when I was 15 years old. I think when I was 15, I was probably still playing bad 311 co- covers in Johnson and living room.
1: I mean, y'all guys also did some 41 covers. That's true. We and did also
2: do some 41 covers. And I Green think Day songs, of lo- course.
1: Lots of Green Day songs. But I think I was sitting there with probably maybe a soda on the like living room complaining yeah, about I, how long it was taking for y'all to set up. Yeah, I was going to say a
2: soda and a scowl. Those are the two things that you had at yeah. that point in time. <laughs>
1: For a good solid five years. Maybe that's why I ran out of my negative emotions. Yeah,
2: you ran out. Now you're just a, a positive person for the most part. Yeah,
1: I was just like, oh, why is this taking so long? I just want to hang out with my boyfriend. Yeah. Oh. Sorry, Mitchell. Who it was all good? It wasn't your fault. <laughs> um, Silverchair has this like very distinctive sound, and I know I grabbed a CD randomly at this weird C D store in the mall. Uh because because the cover yes yeah, it's it's frog like,
2: it has got a big frog on
1: it yeah and i i tried to get into them because they sounded hard and i wore jinkos <laughs> <laughs> uh my grandma always said that hate is a very strong word and i think they are going for that here like Definitely. exactly um well we don't know the story behind it like not overtly but dude has got some hate for this other person and it's also genius genius lyrics failed me for any any context. There's no context this week.
2: But they at least had the lyrics posted, surely.
1: Yes, they did. But Which, they just didn't
2: have any comments or uh
1: No and interpretations. I interpretations. I just feel like Silver Chair would have been one of those commented on bands.
2: Yeah, I would think so too. I, I think it you would at least probably have some sort of, you know, here's a quote from a magazine that came out in nineteen ninety four
1: and right. Daniel
2: John said this about the song.
1: I know and I was just like well, I, I think that it might be biblical.
2: It could be, yeah, the yeah. Israel son
1: Yeah, so I, I think that's all I got He's very, how are they 15? Why are they yeah, so hateful? Nuts, man. They're so hateful <laughs> um, This week I brought Eartha Kitts I want to be evil
3: I want to go to the devil I want to be evil I want to spit tax I want to be evil And cheat at jacks. I want to be wicked I want to tell I want to be mean and throw my pies. I want to wake up in the morning with that dark brown taste. I want to see some dissipation in my face. I want to be evil. I want to be mad. But more than that, I want to be bad. I want to be evil and trump an ace just to see my partner's face. I want to be nasty. I want to be cruel. I want to be daring. I want to shoot pool. And in the theater, I want to change my sleep just so I can step in.
1: On- I said I was having a hard time coming up with stuff this week because um, I just don't have those feels as much as I used to. So I'm shoehorning this in. Uh, I, I kind of just want to have the bad feels and channel some negative song. And well, I came across this one. Um, maybe trying to be evil is something negative. Well, generally, I wouldn't say it is. But uh, I couldn't find the right song for me to get riled up, except for maybe No Doubt's ex-girlfriend. And Dakota doesn't need that kind of feel sure. in his life. So, um Eartha Kit she just wants to drink and be bad and just isn't. So yeah, I'll go with her feels this week. If she could have found a song about feeling guilty about binge eating titsy rolls this week, I would have pulled that one. Ooh. Yeah, like seriously, that is pretty much um I don't want to talk about it.
2: <laughs> yeah, like what what wine pairs well with eating your child's Halloween candy, I wonder. No,
1: <laughs> I here's the thing is I bought my own pile of Titsy rolls. Oh, wow. Yeah, and the Titsy pops and the, um yeah, and also I don't know if you know this, night nurses do not eat healthy. Yeah, I would imagine.
2: Lots of snacks, I imagine.
1: Yeah, and there were two bowls of like like Halloween bowls out Uh for the entire month of October. And so, pretty much Snickers. And then somebody else raided their kids uh candy because there were many children right, and so yeah. like there was a giant tote of candy and i don't need to talk about the twix the snickers the, the
2: butterfingers yeah the <laughs> little the tiny little Reese cups oh man
1: no those got hoarded oh, didn't yeah. bring those in no yeah, mm. those,
2: those are all for yourself yep god i love eartha kit she was like she was such a fox and that voice is just so sultry but also kind of brooding and mysterious so much of her personality and attitude comes through in her voice, and it's just entrancing. Uh, I love that she could have just fallen in line with all the other lady crooners and just kind of played into that helpless damsel shtick, But she was one of the first like jazzy ladies to really show some brash character and be a bit risque and show some teeth with her songs and her stage presence. Uh, I've also heard her sing in French, which is just a whole nother level of, of bliss. Definitely a perfect pick this week.
1: Yeah, there's something like she can sound so innocent, and then she can just sound straight up dirty while yeah. singing like super innocent lyrics. Yeah. I just love Eartha Kitt. She's just gorgeous, saying yeah. gorgeous,
2: love Eartha Kit. <laughs> and she was Catwoman.
1: Yes, she was Catwoman. You know, that dichotomy. She yeah. wanted to be evil, so she became Catwoman. Yeah. Um, Everybody's, I'm really concerned about your mental health.
2: Oh, man. Um, there's, some, there's some bitter folks, I think.
1: I Y'all just reach out. They have... What is it? There's the Better Help app. Yeah. <laughs> they aren't sponsoring us or anything. But y'all, it's okay. Just feel your feels and let's talk about it. Uh, Jeremy S. brings the Everly Brothers. I'm not angry.
0: I hope your phone will never ring or you can never sing. I hope your car doesn't start, cannot move until you want to be with me. I hope your brand new dress gets torn just forlorn I'll make a voodoo doll stuff it with bats and owls he'll haunt your house I'll rattle chains we'll hang around until you call my name and tell me that you want me back again I hope your records always break new shoes make your feet ache I hope your luck will get stuck Black cats until you want a kiss from me I hope your TV's always back But I'm not angry, I'm just sad
1: This, for an ac- acoustic guitar song, is really aggressive Yeah. So I don't know how they made like these sweet little acoustic guitars sound mad but they did um do you remember when your dad would say that he wasn't angry just disappointed but you always knew that he was like actually angry and really was trying hard not to like strangle you um this reminds me of that really awful talking to (laughs) except dad would never want all my records to break and certainly like this is more of like the what was it Jilted Love? But um, yeah, there's nothing like I'm not angry. I'm just sad. I'm like, ugh.
2: Yeah, I definitely feel bad. I definitely got the feeling of the I'm I'm not sad I'm not angry, I'm just disappointed. Yeah. It also kinda reminded me of that old Dave Chappelle skit about the player haters ball. One of them is like, <laughs> I hate I hope all the bad things happen to you and only you. <laughs> and it's like that's pretty much what this song was about. I'm definitely in love with this song. Uh, obviously, those Ever- Everly Brothers harmonies are pretty much unparalleled. Uh, some folks might call them a one-trick pony, but it is a damn good trick. And other than Simon and Garfunkel, no one else even comes close to what these guys could do. Uh, I also love the phrasing of the lyrics. They're kind of delivered with this sort of momentum that picks up and pushes in like really interesting spots. And, of course, the lyrics themselves are brilliant. Just like itemizing all the terrible things that you wish on someone because they left you. It's just, like, so bitter and acerbic, which I would have never expected from the Everly Brothers. Yeah, this is definitely uh, already made it onto a playlist, got listened to, like, ten times a day already. Are you okay? I'm, I'm good, but, boy, this is a catchy tune.
1: <laughs> it really is. Now, mentioning One Trick Pony, I'm not a sports ball fan. Right. But there were a lot of great signs from this weekend, because there's, like, ESPN was in Memphis mm-hmm. for... Well, something there's a there's a show for it. I don't know what show it yeah, was. College
2: game day, something. Yes. Yeah.
1: But my favorite sign was, "The only real pony is at the corner of Lamar." It's true. I loved that. So anytime what, people say pony, that's what I think of That is it.
2: a a gentleman's club for those of <laughs> you who who aren't Memphis residents.
1: It doesn't that have a, like a big pink pony on it? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. <laughs> um, sorry. Let's, let's get back on track. Hector brought Billy Lewis Jr.'s jealousy. Je- were made now it'd probably be like this it's like that makes a 007 in the second kill bill and it's just totally the song uh the newest bonds were especially super broody and uh yeah i just felt like that really worked um jealousy as a person that's invented just clinging on and like messing with you and very much your own fault uh i thought was a pretty a pretty uh self-aware Mm -hmm. understanding of jealousy and i'm gonna call this new country
2: yeah i'll go with that okay uh this one's a little a little pristine and polished for my personal tastes but i definitely wanted to include this one because this guy very clearly has an incredible voice and vocal range and the video and the vibe of this song have a particularly spooky or mysterious feel to it that i'm really into uh it's definitely a jam that i think my mom would probably be super into i think this guy was on that tv show glee oh uh, which would make a lot of sense um you know, the song itself is obviously very produced and touched up for pop radio. But you can tell that that what you hear vocally is pure talent, very little auto-tune or post-production. You know, he shows off a little, but he doesn't get you know, silly with, like, the vocal theatrics that a lot of those pop artists like to fall into. And I respect that, you know. It sort of sets him apart in my mind with, like, an extra mark of integrity by his name, you know.
1: Yeah, and there's also just, like, a a pretty girl dancing on him and clinging to him throughout it.
2: that's also a positive (laughs) aspect of the video.
1: Yeah. I'm trying to... It's like Robert Palmer, but black and white. Right, Angry. And the the girl actually has a face that does something. Um, (laughs) The next... The next song is brought to us by Jacques. It's Trio Out in the Streets.
3: Flying
0: high every night. City lights so bright. Out in the streets every night. No loving arms. How I miss your loving arms. Too, too. Tight. No loving arms, no tender kiss. You leave me alone each night. Ooh, ich tue mir selbst so leid. Fernsehen ist all out in the street
4: he
1: says there's way more to trio than da 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 Uh, i think this one's their best first of all it's so sad (laughs) i would not have expected this from a band that just made like da 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 Uh, am i getting that right
2: yeah yeah awesome
1: yeah uh he's just out there moping and in the streets is moping like negative. Would I you, think so, yeah. certainly. So, um, it sort of self translates for the most part. So I don't have to translate anything for you. All the all the contents right there.
2: Was he just like say the German line, and then the next line will be same thing in English?
1: Yeah, but similar. It's like right just in. like a tick off but yeah, the same general thing. But um, and like the the sound that's going on here is like one part under the sea and the other part Leonard Cohen.
2: I can totally get behind that. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, this song has everything we could ask for on the show, I think. Like, a bunch of it seems to be in German. (laughs) Chock full of harmonies. It's a mellow song with lots of feeling, and it's got a touch of weirdness thrown in, Unless you get bored with their chill vibe, you know. Uh, Musically, it's very simple and straightforward, very relaxed with that touch of sadness, but it's just, like, the perfect mood and, like, definitely kind of hypnotizes you a little bit, and then they occasionally throw in that weird CD Mm -hmm. skip thing, which is a little annoying to folks, I'm (laughs) sure, but, like... It's a, it's a clever little Easter egg that like keeps you from getting too deep in your feels. And like CDs became a thing in 1982, and this song, I believe, was released in 1983. So they were kind of ahead of their time with that little goof. Um, this one's definitely one of my favorites this week.
1: Well, you know, when technology is first introduced, it's never quite perfect. So I wonder right. how much music actually had CD skips going on in yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. So I don't know. But yeah, I totally thought there was something broken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lum brought... A cute little ditty by Blood for Blood <laughs> called Piss All Over Your Hopes and Dreams.
4: what the this one with the What don't you What Shut the baby because that's what I'm about so let the chance be no chance in that Justice like deliver, the will just shout to
1: Blood for Blood is the ultimate negative emotion band. White trash robs full f- <laughs> White Trash Robs life full of drugs, violence, poverty, and mental illness seeps into every facet of their music. Seeing them live, especially in their native Massachusetts, was always terrifying. Anyway, here is piss all over your hopes and dreams. <laughs> um, I think he just wanted to see
2: your Yeah, I mean it. it's a very good phrase to be honest.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, dude sounds angry. Yeah. Yeah uh this this is all the negative feelings um when i bebop into a place all happy and channeling my inner pinky pie i don't think this person would exactly be stoked about my attitude um also if ever if ever anyone was going to be choking out some pinky pie it would be this band right yeah it's just angry
2: Yeah, it's very angry uh my boy lum dropping that pissed off hardcore on us this week no surprise there Uh, Blood for Blood is easily one of my favorite bands in the hardcore lane. Their guitar tones are super heavy and thrashy. The drums just sound huge and cavernous. Uh, Their lead singer just sounds so brutal, and the gang vocals just kind of make you want to gather your crew and fight somebody. (laughs) Uh, As for negative emotions, I don't think it gets more negative than piss all over your hopes and dreams. It pretty much (laughs) says it all.
1: I know but wouldn't that be like really adorable if a bunch of ponies sang this
2: i mean that'd be pretty adorable
1: it'd be pretty adorable but also po-
2: pony piss all over your hopes and dreams <laughs>
1: it's gross um Colleen brings joe jackson is she really going out with him is she
0: really going out with him is she really gonna take It's the night when I go to all the parties down my street. I wash my hair and I kid myself, I look real smooth. Look over there, there, here comes Jeannie with her new boyfriend. They say the looks don't count for much, so there goes your proof. Really going
1: with it. And he says, I think this falls under jealousy. Um, Joe Jackson kind of pokes his head in here every once in a while. Thank you, Mike. Oh, yeah, thanks, Mike. Yeah, uh, he really channels, like, just the disbelief and jealousy that happens when someone you really, really like goes for someone who's not you. And it's mostly like, well, that guy's obviously a loser. Mm-hmm. Um, if looks could kill line. That is just absolutely perfect. The simple little beat rolling through with that emotion is pretty darn accurate. It's just like sneaky and insidious.
2: Yeah, certainly so. Yeah. Um, I certainly heard this song a bunch growing up, but never really paid much attention to it until fairly recently. Uh, my buddy Jason turned me on to some of Joe Jackson's other records. He's an incredibly talented songwriter, a very clever lyricist. So if you've heard this song, I know you've people have definitely heard his song Steppin' Out. You definitely want to check out his full albums. Uh, As for the sentiment of the song, I've definitely struggled my fair share of jealousy and uh, certainly uttered something similar to is she really going out with him probably a million times. You know, even when you logically understand that, like, folks can't really help who they're into and who they fall for. No one's obligated to be interested in you. You're not entitled to anyone's affection. Like, even knowing all that, sometimes that jealousy just still burns too strong to put it aside. And so it's just, like, a really relatable feeling and kind of incorporated into this super catchy jam. Well,
1: it's like the song Jealousy, where, it's like, it just gets your hands on you and, like, digs in. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, Joe Jackson, though, makes some catchy songs. Yeah, he's
2: a really, really good songwriter. <laughs> yeah.
1: I just, I don't, for some reason, I thought he didn't have shoes and he was a boxer. <laughs> yeah, right. For some reason. Uh Susan brings type O negatives unsuccessfully dealing with the natural beauty of infidelity.
4: Hey don't think I don't know what you're doing, you stupid quad!
1: First song that popped in my head as soon as I read the headline. Uh, This is like the slow burn of anger. Uh, I think a lot of people really think Peter Steele had a really good bod, Mm -hmm. just judging by YouTube comments. I don't know. He seems kind of upset about things. (laughs) Um, There's a lot of texture going on and some definite shifts in moods and emotions, much like... I guess being in the wake of being cheated on. Uh, I think I said it before that if you're going to make a long song, you should do something with all that time. And there's a lot that goes on here. Also, there's like the, a lot of like explicit moaning sounds. Yeah. And um, I have to tell you, in my 34 years, I still have the ability to blush. Yeah, even Make with you blush he- a little bit. Yeah, with headphones on. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So, so first things first, I want to point out that someone in the YouTube called this the <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody of getting cheated on. I thought that was hilarious because the song like 12 minutes long. So, the Bohemian Rhapsody of getting cheated on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also find it so crazy that like someone might want to cheat on Peter Steele. He was like a very tall, very <laughs> handsome man.
1: Do all like the punk guys have a crush on Peter Steele? I think
2: so. He's, okay. As a very tall. Very handsome. Probably a little intense, but he also had a really good sense of humor. And if you're into that type of thing, Peter Steele was notoriously featured in Playgirl magazine. Ooh. Suffice it to say, he was uh, well-equipped. <laughs> notoriously.
1: Maybe they airbrushed it, I'm sure.
2: He is notoriously well-equipped. <laughs> uh, so he must have been a real jerk or dated some real jerks to have been cheated on. And like to have been cheated on in such a way that he wrote a 12-minute 12, twelve minute epic about how, how much it sucked, Like someone really hurt him. And he makes that very clear in the song.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, it's it's intense. Like, this is, I, I said, I mean, I'm not a big fan of long songs because I always feel like, ah, you guys get a two and a half minutes, kind yeah. of gotten this point across. But no, like, no, he need the 12 minutes going yeah, they on They take there. you
2: on the journey for yes, sure.
1: they definitely do. Um, feedback this week, I don't think I saw anything on the Twitters, but we had a lot of great song submissions. And like, y'all, get some therapy. It's going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can tweet at us.
2: I'm at Pow, I gotcha.
1: And I'm at Madam Woolite. And the show is at END Pod. Facebook, Earbuds and Airworms Podcast Group. It's where the music sausage gets made. Mm-hmm. Uh, voicemail line is?
2: 731-400-BUDS. Or?
1: 731-400-2837. You can email the show, is gmail.com. Thank you so much Kayla for everything you've done for us. Thank yes. you. Um podcom part of the 10710 network, which is the show has everything. Yeah. I finally remember the name of theirs. And I'm pretty proud of myself. They're on their second episode now. And uh <laughs> try to podcast with Brian and Jeremy or Jeremy oh, and Brian try to have you been delving I've, into I've it? listened
2: to a little bit of their stuff especially like in the in the recent days
1: yeah so if you want a stark contrast between me yeah <laughs> and my like general feminist ways and like boys being boys yeah tr- Jeremy and Brian try to podcast um, what song did you bring this week all
2: right so I'm gonna leave us with modern baseball and their song the thrash particle uh, Modern Baseball is an emo-y pop-punk band known for really witty lyrics and catchy choruses. This song has both of those things, and it's all about you know all of the negative emotions. <laughs> There's hints of jealousy, anger, resentment, heartbreak, ruined friendships. You name it, you can probably glean some of it from this song. Uh, I especially love the super catchy sing-along chorus. It very cleverly references itself, and all while delivering some of the most poignant lyrics I've ever heard about just being bitter. Uh, so hopefully after the episode ends, you'll have purged all your negative emotions, <laughs> but just in case, we're going to leave you to stew in acrimony with Modern Baseball, The Thrash Particle.
0: Didn't watch your set. I just laughed and thought about you, like when your teeth graze those lips, and you begin to smile, later you took my hand. You led us to the doorway, but you let go of me once you saw your friends. And I've known you forever, at least that's what I tell Jake when I'm too drunk to walk home when your brother's are suggested I write a song about the first time we met but I can't seem to remember where or when could watch your exercise set came out today that said you should only eat six fries what are they delusional who can only eat six fries I don't know that's what the
4: article said like over the course of my life or in one sitting I mean what if I eat six fries every hour I don't know